Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of uh, Gateway to Cinema, the spinoff of the far more popular podcast reboot already underway. You ready for this, Lacey? Oh, God. You know the that I am. Girl from Uncle to the main podcast, Man from Uncle. I did you know there was a spinoff of Man from no, Uncle? Because I did not. I, I looked it up on the Google machine, and there is. <laughs> on the Google machine. Very Are nice. we going to get a film of The Girl from Uncle? We're not going to get not. a Man from Uncle 2. Because The Man from Uncle did not make enough money. Even though Criminally it's a good underrated movie. movie. Good, good movie. But that is not the movie we were talking about this week. This week we are covering, yet again, another film from the list of 100 movies I made for Lacey to watch. Oh. Introduce yourself. <laughs> it's all good, man. You know, it. we've only been doing this for a couple weeks. We're good. I am your host, Aaron Hahn. <laughs> Joined as always by Jacob Lacey. Yeah. Razzle Dazzle. That... Keep working on it. Keep working on that catchphrase. That's from Lost, though, Aaron. It's good. I know it's from Lost. Everything from Lost is good, Aaron. Not everything from Lost is good. You don't like Nikki and Paolo? I don't like that they didn't answer half the questions that they raised. I hate so much. They answered every question. (laughs) All right, moving on. But yes, so today we are covering another film from the list of 100 movies I once made for Lacey to watch. Films that are interesting looks into the greater world of cinema Mm -hmm. and this week we're covering probably the most (laughs) controversial entry on our list yet is that how we're gonna put it i mean it's your list put on it what you'd like but i personally would not have put this on the list had i been making a list well, had I been making a list with a podcast like this in mind, there would have been several, oh, several so the entries. World, but... So the world wouldn't know your dirty laundry, Aaron? Is that where No, because gonna... some of these were specifically designed for films that I wanted you to watch, right, right, right. as opposed to I want everyone to watch, which is more of the focus of this series. But we're using the same list anyway. But... Yeah, yeah. So this week, we are talking about Blade. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, my my initial thoughts, I suppose. Um, this is a movie, of course, that uh, I had heard of for quite a while. I mean, never really knew it was Marvel. But, of course, I never really even knew what Marvel was until Iron Man and Captain America had been out. I'm like, oh, okay. Um, now I kind of understand what Marvel is. And I... Side, side note, when someone had said, like, I was talking to one of my friends when these movies were coming out, and they're like, yeah, all of these movies are being combined, and they're going to make an Avengers movie. I was like, no, they're not. That's not a real thing. I thought it was just hashtag fake news. Um, but, you know. Anyway, so even when I had known about Marvel stuff, I was still not sure that this was a Marvel movie. So, you know, just one of those things. Did they even advertise as Marvel at the beginning? I just rewatched it today, and I don't think they I do. I think so. I don't. Think I don't know. It's do. different because I think it changed for like R-rated movies. That I know for a while, like Marvel was doing the whole like Marvel Knights like sub banner kind of thing mm. for the R-rated entries, no matter like what studio was producing them or whatever. But like the whole Punisher, the Ghost Rider two, I think maybe Ghost Rider two is PG thirteen though. What's in? Yeah. I don't know. 
it's a terrible movie and no one should watch it anyway. So. <laughs> but anyway, so is Blade. Should be um, rated, but... you know, <laughs> no, Blade. no one should watch this, whatever the rating for that is. Uh, NC-17? I don't know. Um, but yeah, Blade is also a terrible movie. But not really. It has its moments. But we'll get to it, I suppose. Aaron, why'd you put it right. on the list? I mean, like I said... I didn't have a podcast like this in mind when I made the list. So some of these entries are going to be a little like, you know, should that really be a movie considered a classic, considered a gateway to cinema? But I think Blade is actually quite defensible as a position on this list, in my opinion. I think I agree that it's not a great movie. It's not even particularly a good movie. It's not good. But... I do think that it is a very important kind of like moment in cinematic history and that it was very much the first entry in like the modern superhero, you know, mm-hmm. film, you know, it all started with Blade. People yeah. often point to like X-Men or Spider-Man as starting off the trend, but really Blade at, in 1998 two years was it two years earlier than x-men or is x-men 2001 x-men was 2000 it was 2000 yes. so two years before x-men this was very much the film that kind of reconceptualized what the superhero film could be and like what it would mean to modern audiences and then obviously superheroes are like the biggest business right now <laughs> in movies yes. you know we got Guardians of the galaxy 2 coming up this yep. week Expect also, to gross like 150 million or more in its opening weekend, and who knows how much long term. But we should mention that's the reason we're doing this this week. Is of course, yeah. yeah. We're <laughs> going for the thematic connection with a Marvel film coming yeah. up. We're going to look back at one of Marvel's earliest films and Marvel's first successful film because uh, <laughs> you're not going to find Howard the Duck on this list. No, certainly not. Um, yeah. And I mean, I agree with you, it, it is very important, but, and, and the first time I watched this, I had it, for something we've been working on, I had it somewhat high, um, but, after, You ranked it highly, you, yes, you had a high opinion of it, Yeah, a somewhat high opinion of the film, um, but, as of having rewatched it today, I found that it's, uh, it's not really a rewatchable movie. Like, it's like you've seen it once, and it's like, all right, well, that, I saw that movie, and now <laughs> rewatching it, I'm like, oh, uh, yep. Mm, probably never going to watch this again, but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I, unlike a lot of superhero films, it's not one I find myself going back to rewatch right. very often. I think I probably have only seen it like once in entirety, and then like maybe caught a scene or two on cable and stuff like that. Uh-huh. But yeah. But I- yeah. Superhero I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to say it's one of the, like, premier examples of the superhero genre, but it is worth looking at because it is, it's the beginning. like, the first modern one. Which is strange that That's they chose that. Blade <laughs> as the first one to get made. Who knows? Who knows why? Yeah, well, I mean, in, in many ways, I suppose, it was also kind of, like, kick-started the whole vampire craze. It, it got yeah. out before that started. That's true. So... We have this to thank for This Twilight. was like 10 years before Twilight came out. Thanks or Twilight the movie. I don't know when the book came out. But. 2005 probably. I don't know. 
but so it very much kind of could be seen as the birth of that trend as well you wanted to argue it so that's why uh that's why we should hate this movie <laughs> uh do you want to get into spoilers aaron uh yes let's uh let's talk about it in spoilers now so aaron the yes. first time i watched this film a line stuck out to me that i'm like that doesn't really make any sense and then the second time watching it again i'm like what is he trying to say here <laughs> Was it the real world line? No. Oh, okay. It's the one where he says, some blanks, I'm not going to say it on the podcast, right, right. some blanks are always trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> what does that have to do with anything right now, Blade? What is wrong with you, man? It's just like, I feel like Wesley Snipes just came into like, the room and he's like i have a good one-liner this week guys yeah he probably improvised that yeah because it makes no sense with what was happening on screen i'm like okay all right well actually this movie was written by david s S. gore and i that's i would not put that line past him you know like i mean i I appreciate the work you did on nolan's batman trilogy Mm. but let's be honest Mm. christopher and jonathan nolan they came in. Yeah. They, they fixed, fixed up those scripts for you, yeah. David Escoyer. You gave the world Blade Trinity, which was the only Blade movie that did not make this list. That's true. We will be talking about Blade 2, probably when Spider-Man comes out. Um, highlight of the film. Action scenes. When this movie is doing action, it's fun. When it's not doing that... It's such a bore, man. It's like, ugh. Like, just get back to the killing vampires thing. Like, that's fun. The action is really incredible. Like, the opening scene and, like, the the, the opening action scene in the club. Yeah. Where he's just, like, going through the entire hordes of vampires. Like, that is a really fun action sequence. And the effects hold up somewhat Mm. impressively well. In the first scene. In the first scene, yes. In the first scene. By that's the what, end, that's what I'm bad. saying. In that okay. scene where his, like the vampires are being disintegrated, that's still a cool effect, yeah. is what I'm saying. Because I, I suppose because like it's not on screen long enough to really, you know, be like, oh, well, that looks like a PS2 game, but... <sighs> yeah. Um, but yeah, and then like. just like all the crazy weapons he'll come out with, with all like the, the spear guns and the... yeah. I love the sword contraption where it like blows hands off if it's uh, right, right. <laughs> if you don't do the thing, like that's cool. I like that. Um, but other highlight because I laughed way harder than I should have at this line because <laughs> it's really not that funny, but it's just kind of like a fun scene. The guy's getting his hands cut off like every time he meets Blade, and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, the villain has the sword, and he's like, hold out your hand, man. He's like, dude, I just grew these new hands back. He's like, hold out your hand. And he's like, I'm just messing with you. And he takes the sword away. I'm like, why is that in the movie? I don't know why, but it's hilarious. <laughs> I'm like, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah. So other than those moments, everything else in this movie is just kind of like, okay, uh, can, uh, can we kill things again? This is kind of boring, man. Oh, oh. Working on a cure. Uh, let me guess. You won't take that cure even if you get it. Oh, yep. I was right. How about, how about we just get to the thing that we know you're going to do anyway? But at the same time, 
you have to wonder if it's just because, you know, this film, as we're talking about, is very much like it is the the first example of many of these tropes that have come to define the superhero genre. So it's one of those things where maybe it's because you've seen this story told so many times yeah. since this film came out that looking back at it now, it's like because other films have done the same thing but done it better that this one doesn't hold up nearly as well, even though it was very much the the film. I don't I don't want to say like this is the film that like created all these tropes because certainly there have been superhero films before this and there have been stories, many stories before this that have kind of featured the same kind of heroic arc. Right. But I do think like as the first like modern interpretation of the superhero myth that this film is kind of like I don't know. It it, it created a, a form of those tropes, like a format for those tropes that many recent superhero films have followed. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering if, like, that's why maybe it's more boring now because, you're like, oh, here's the here's the love interest who yeah. doesn't really do much but gets no. rescued by the hero all the time. Yeah. Here's his comic relief sidekick kind of thing or whatever, whatever we're calling him. Yeah, and here's the villain who's you know completely forgettable completely forgettable and has weird generic take over the world motivations i i have the first time i was a little uncomfortable about the villain too i think i'm even more uncomfortable the second time i don't know if i'm uncomfortable with the villain or just how strangely this movie's like written and directed like about the vampires Mm -hmm. like it's like almost like a blood fetish like i don't know it's really uncomfortable like there's the one scene where the villain like bites the cop the fake cop or whatever right and like drinks his blood and then like him and his girlfriend start making out and like spitting blood in each to each other's mouths and i'm like no like this doesn't need to be here like i like i get it they like blood well i think it's very much meant to make you uncomfortable uh uh no, it's no, and then the weird like incesty vibes about his mom. I'm like, no, mm-mm. yeah, yeah, get mm, get this out of the movie, please. Mm-mm. Not a fan, but you know, just very odd. I'm like, this doesn't need to be here, man. Like, you don't need this. Did you like this? Because if you like this, that's fine. That's fine. But stop. <laughs> it's time to stop. It does very much feel like a film that one of those films that's like trying to be so edgy, edgy yeah. that it just comes off as like really, Un- yeah, you know, like, yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. There, there's not, there's not like a whole lot to say about it, right? It's like, we've seen it before because it's been, not that it's like cliche, even though it is kind of cliche, but. Um, it's just that it's a movie whose formula has been taken and, and spread across the superhero genre, like you said. And so, right. I don't know, as far as recommendation goes, I'd say if you don't like superhero movies, no. Um, you're not really going to get anything out of this, probably. And if you do like superhero movies, still a maybe, like... It's just one of those things where, like, unless you're, like, really, like, hey, I want to learn all about superheroes, how these movies uh, form, like, how they changed and evolved over the years, then, yeah, watch it. But I just think 
if you're not, you're gonna be like, this is dated. These blood effects are pretty bad by the end. Um, the scene where he cuts the villain in half and he goes up and then like back down and I'm like, <laughs> oh no, bad, very bad. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, the I put this movie on the list specifically with you in mind right. because you know you are such a fan of superhero films, and I, I was that. like. You haven't seen these films yet. You gotta watch every single Marvel film yeah. for our obvious secret <laughs> project. <laughs> We're getting that but done yeah. this summer, right? That'll be done at some point. It will be out at okay. some point. Good, good, good. Not we'll to ready. find a time, but I'm ready. Um, yeah, That's probably with the release of Spider-Man coincide. Prob- probably, yeah. That's probably. And Spider-Man Homecoming will be the worst Marvel movie ever made. That's not true. No. I I can already guarantee that's not true. Because at least it's watchable. So it's better than Ghost Rider 2. You literally don't know that it's watchable. I've seen the trailers. I can make it through a trailer. I couldn't make it through (laughs) two minutes of Ghost Rider 2 without wanting to gouge my eyes out. Okay. So, Aaron, I think this is the first one we disagree on. Right, well, I mean, I'm not, like, a huge fan of this movie. I think it's enjoyable for what it is. It has, yeah. like we discussed, it has some pretty awesome action scenes, and I think it has, its storyline is serviceable, I guess. Yeah. It's, it's just a know. way, it's an excuse to kill vampires. And I'm like, all right. Right, right, right. Yeah. And I think Wesley Snipes is, you know... Oh my god! It's 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 an amusing performance. I guess is how I would put it. at first I was like, I th- when I first saw this, I was like, I think Wesley Snipes is a good choice for Blade. I'm like, I'm, I'm interested. And then all he of looks a sudden, the part, certainly. Oh yeah, definitely looks the part. But as soon as he like opens his mouth the first time, he's like, I'm like, nope. What is this accent he's doing? Why is he like? Inflecting on his words like this, it feels. That's so what weird. I, I like it. You know, it's kind of like uh, Kurt Russell in Escape from New York. Oh it's God. just like the whole kind of playing up the campy action hero and aspect. Kurt Russell's so that I, I, it appeals to me. Snake I understand whiskey. it doesn't appeal to you, but <laughs> I can't do Snake because I'm a little sick. But let me. I think we. I think we're getting a call, Aaron. We got. I think we're getting a call. Let's hope. <laughs> Boop. I heard you guys were talking about me on the podcast. It's so bad. I can't do it when I'm half cold. <laughs> you strained your voice enough already. All I want to know is that, uh, do you think Blade's cooler than me? Well, yes, uh, Snake, yes, I think he's cooler. I think his movie's even better than yours. Um, oh, whoa. whoa. And I think and you can probably go die in a hole, Snake Bliskin. I hate you. Your movie sucks. <laughs> And uh, the only good part of your movie is when you walk away and you rip the tape up. That's really hurtful. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go away. Uh, nope, he hung up, guys. He's gone. Well, maybe we'll see him again. Who knows? But uh... <laughs> you never know with Snake. You never you know. see. <laughs> the thing I love about Snake, and you know, I give him a lot of crap, but the thing I love about him, he's he's loose cannon. He does whatever he's he wants. Loose. He doesn't play by the rules. No, he certainly know? does not. Um. And he has his own rule book, really. Um, so that's good. Kind of like Blade, to get us back on topic, because yeah. I don't know what we were going with that tangent. <laughs> oh my god, my throat's killing me. Okay. All right. But yeah, I think it's not a film that is very 
good, but no. like I've been saying, I think I can justify it as a position, ha- having a position on this list because it very much kind of created that that format for the modern superhero myth. You know, we got yeah. all the standard character roles. You got the kind of whole like conflicted hero who's like not part of. He's like he's not part of the vampire society but is also mm-hmm. not part of the human society he like doesn't fit in so he's like the outcast but also you know he has to decide he has this inner tor- turmoil and all that you got very much this typical heroic uh yeah. archetype and then you got yeah. you know your love interests and your villain as we discussed so yeah. i think sorry i just want to say he it, didn't he didn't want to be a mutant anymore so he took the serum that made him not a mutant or he, he didn't take it, but I'm so, so yeah, you know. But yeah, it, he it wants is to. a kind of like archetype that we've seen recur throughout so many superhero films. The whole like inner turmoil with having the powers and you know the whole everyone can just shut right. What to do with the that. responsibility and all that? What that is honestly my least favorite part of any superhero movie? Oh, I'm so cool. I wish I wasn't so cool. Oh. I could fly. Oh, I'm I'm so bummed about my ability to fly. Oh God. Oh, I. I have... think it might be a little different though if you had a constant thirst for blood oh. and had to kill people to satisfy your hunger. Oh, I can shoot lasers out my eyes. If you were if I'm you so were struggling conflicted. with that, I think you would be a little conflicted. <laughs> hey man, hey man, but he's still super strong. He can heal. So like why does... he can he can you know skate uphill or whatever yeah. whatever it was Kinda doing skate uphill like what like that's <laughs> he says that right after he kills the villain like what does he try what do you mean <laughs> are you trying to assume like I don't even know what he means by that it's it's a metaphor I guess I don't know dude Wesley Snipes don't improv like that you're not that good man I know you think and so, also. Though. Pay your taxes. Oh, yeah. Had, yeah. had to bring that in. Yeah. Had to do it. Blade doesn't... <laughs> I'm not going to do a Blade voice. Was <laughs> Blade doesn't pay his taxes. <laughs> Is that That's Blade? That's a horrible Wesley Snipes. Not um, even close. I, I'm trying to, like, poorly inflect like he does. Blade doesn't pay his taxes. <laughs> I think we're good. I think that's all yeah, I have to say. So, about yeah, it's not a great film, but I think it deserves a spot on this list. But I can also respect that this is the first film on the list that you did not yeah. enjoy. Blade 2, though. When we get to Blade 2, I enjoyed Blade 2 well enough. So Blade 2 is better than the first, but for sure. But will I watch it again and be like, nope, I changed my mind again. No. Who knows? We'll we'll talk to you about it. Yeah. Probably not till July, but July, we'll everybody. Or maybe June if we want to time it with Wonder Woman for some reason. Well, we I have a know. Batman movie for that. Oh, we do have Batman movies on this list. Okay. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this has been another episode of uh, Gateway to Cinema. Uh, if you want to find Jacob around the web, you can find him at Jake underscore Lace on Twitter and Jake Lace on Tumblr. Uh, hasn't posted anything new, right? Nothing. No. Can do, can do a Phoenix I, Forgotten uh, review there. God, or just... I don't have. I bet my review is what happened on the podcast on Thursday. So if you want to know how I feel about Phoenix Forgotten, listen to the podcast on Thursday. Uh, 
still working on Fix This Film for Skyfall. I don't know when I'm going to get back to it. Spectre? Yeah, not Skyfall. Sorry, yeah, Spectre. Um, I'm going to get back. I'm going to finish that because I want to get that out. But, uh, yeah. It's just a bad movie. I don't want to do this. Spectre, I hate, it's a horrible movie. I hate movie. talking about it, even. I, like, I'm talking about how, like, oh, it's a little, little spoiler. Not for Spectre, but a little spoiler for my Fix This Film. I'm like, it's too campy to be a, uh, a Daniel Craig, uh, James Bond, but it's also way too serious to be, like, in this, like, the, the, the tone is way too serious for, like, the plot that they're going for. So I'm like, well, what are, what's happening here? It's just, I hate it's this a mess. so much. I, it's a bad film. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, in, in need of fix. So whenever that yeah. article is published, I look forward to reading it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Uh, if you want to find David from the main podcast, even though he doesn't join us for this, you can find him at dbex with two s's fifteen on Twitter. And if you want to find what, and if you want to find Snake Pliskin, <laughs> Snake, get out of here! We're kicking you out, Snake. I don't think you can find Snake on the internet. No, if that, you want to, that's why he's it's off so the grid, confusing. Man. He always wants to get in here. He always wants to be like, hey. You want to find me around the internet? You can't find me anywhere. That's why I had to kick him out this time. Because it's just, yeah. Go back to New York. It's weird trolling. I don't like it. Go back to New York, Snake, or L.A. Or L.A. Yeah. L.A. is not, not island, LA. so I don't know how that movie works. But I have not seen that movie either. <laughs> anyway, if you want to find me around the web, you can find me at Little Flame Dude on Twitter, and this clever blog name is already taken. Tumblr. Com. Uh, we'll have a Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two review up soon. Whenever I see it this weekend. Sunday. But look he's, forward he's to that. See it, he's going to see it after me. I'm not going to. I'm going to see it before Lacey for the. I'm going to see a Marvel movie before Lacey for the first time in a long time. And it feels so good. In fact, I'm hooked on that oh feeling. Oh my God. Here we go. All right. And if you want to find the uh, podcast around the web, you can find us at Reboot Already Un on Twitter. Uh, you can find us on SoundCloud and iTunes. Mm-hmm. Give us a nice review. Give if us you're a review. Enjoying Five the, stars. Or Snake Plissken. If you're enjoying the podcast, <laughs> give us six stars. <laughs> yeah, six. And give us a like on our new Facebook page. Woo-hoo! And you will you be updated with new episodes. New episodes? You know, uh, polls. Trivia. I don't Events. know what else you're kind of posting there, but... <laughs> Well, polls yeah. maybe. David wants to do some informal polls. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> we haven't announced anything for season two yet in the new structure of the podcast, but I, I will not be in charge of the Facebook page coming soon. So who knows what what's going to happen on there? I don't know. But give us a like. Yeah, for sure. So yeah, this has been another episode of Gateway to Cinema. Not sure what we're going to talk about next week. Something. But what? Something something but until next time don't think it don't say it bye bye man and uh no (laughs) 